So at 7 p.m. So I called to order the city council meeting, City of University Heights, Iowa. Tonight is July 13th, 2021. And the meeting is being conducted electronically uh, during COVID-19. And um, first I'd like to ask Mike, could you please identify all attendees? Are they all identified? I think, I think everybody is good with a first and last name. So thanks everybody. Okay, thank you, Mike. I also wanna thank Steve Anderson, who this is his last night to, that's been helping us record everything uh, for several years. And it's been wonderful having him, but he's moving on and taking on a bigger job <laughs> than us in Waterloo and gonna be a high school counselor. And so we wish you good luck, Steve. And I appreciate you being around if we need you. Thank you. Uh, next is, uh, the, as you said, the council is all present. Approval of minutes, June 8th, 2021. Are there any additions or corrections to the minutes? Hearing none, the minutes are approved as uh, stated. Public input. Anyone who wishes to speak to the council uh, tonight about any subject, please state your name and address and you have a five minute time. Would anyone like to speak tonight? I would. Okay, Sylvia. Um, uh, good evening, uh, Council. Um, I just wanted to alert you that all of you have um, two emails waiting from a resident who's been very involved in a topic that was discussed at last month's um, council meeting regarding the renaming of Kosher Street and options surrounding that. Um, I, for one, have been, um, it's my under, general understanding that a number of citizens were invited to work on a committee. Recommendations were made at that committee and that Sarah Sullivan uh, was the chairwoman of that committee and that good work. So um, I have separate comments, but I just wanted to alert you that all of you have at least uh, one comment on the issue. And a second comment that I personally have is that the question of affordable housing is one that is uh, still up in the air. And I wanted to also alert you that there's an email in your inbox with respect to a news article as to uh, some lawsuits regarding fraud, embezzlement, and uh, defrauding creditors and people, including um, some of our local architect firms here in the city uh, for one member who has been benefiting from the TIF that council has consistently been approving in the last several years. So just wanted to make sure that as counselors, you are informed about issues that are pertinent to city policy and also protecting the good use of taxpayer money. And that's it. Thank you, Sylvia. Uh, is there anyone else who'd like to speak to the council tonight? Mike, do you see anyone who wants to speak? I don't think, no. Okay, very good. We'll go on to uh, the first is uh, my mayor's report. And this is a little housekeeping that I need to get done. Uh, 
consideration of a motion to approve employee and staff salaries as presented at last month's meeting, June 8, 2021. Uh, Bobby presented the salaries uh, that were getting uh, increase. And uh, the auditor told me that I needed to have the council vote on that. Uh, Mike has the, the numbers if you wanna see them again. Uh, does anyone need to see them again? I'm not hearing they do. So I need a motion to approve uh, the salaries. Motion by Bobby, is there a second? I'll second. Second by Lisa. Discussion. All in favor, say aye. 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 Opposed, say no. Okay, motion carries unanimously. Thank you. Um, Greg and Jim were gonna be here for a hotel report and I don't see them yet, so we'll keep on going down. Uh, legal report, Steve. Thanks, I don't really have um, anything to add uh, to my report. If anyone has any questions, I'd be happy to answer them. Okay, I don't hear any questions. We'll go on to the city clerk report and you had several things, Mike. Sure, um, first one is that uh, Maggie's Farm is having a renewal of their liquor license. They have completed all their state paperwork Troy has done a background check for the police department that's required for continuation of a liquor license. That's all checked out. So all we need is a motion from council to approve that license on a local basis. Is there a motion? A motion. That was... Bobby. Bobby, I'm sorry, Bobby. Mm -hmm. Is there a second? I'll second. Second by Lisa. Uh, discussion. All in favor, say aye. 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 Opposed, say no. Motion carries. The other item that I had for now during the clerk report is that we need to also renew our membership in ICAP, which is provides um, insurance protection for the city. In my report, I showed you what what the coverage is, how much our cost is. It went up a couple hundred dollars this year. Um, we, need a, we need a motion to approve that as well. So moved. Motion by Nick. Is there a second? Second. Second, second by Sarah. Uh, discussion? All in favor, say aye. Aye. Opposed, say no. Motion approved. Uh, did, the only other uh, yeah, what else did you have, Mike? I'm just thinking. The only other thing with mine is going to be down during building zoning and sanitation when we talk about the uh, rental permit form. So that's all I had. Welcome to your first month as city clerk, Mike. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> uh, city treasurer's report. Now, Lori sent a detailed report. Uh, this is the time of year where sometimes we have to uh, uh, move monies from different accounts. Are there any questions for Lori on that or Bobby? 
about moving monies around or anything? Okay, we'll go to the warrants. Um, uh, Mike listed the most recent updated warrants and that was uh, fixing the ICAP typo. Uh, is there any objection to paying the warrants? Are there any additions or corrections? Hearing none, the warrants will be paid by unanimous consent. Uh, we'll go down to the chief report and Sarah. Uh, chief, you sent around a report. Did you want to add anything? Uh, the only thing that I would add, uh, I noticed on the financial report that we have yet to be paid for services that we provided to Courtyard by Marriott. Marriott. Uh, I revisited that with management of the hotel, well, I guess it would have been a week and a half ago, and I know that is coming. So that will be a little over $3,700 coming into the city. Uh, and again, that is reimbursement for staff time that we spent there. And then I would just like to report that uh, this morning, one of our part-time officers, Nick Cox, uh, he was uh, trying to stop and, and apprehend a, a psych patient who was fleeing from University of Iowa hospitals and clinics, uh, did successfully catch him, restrain him for hospital staff, but in the process, he, he went to the ground and landed on the top of his head. He had, it ended up just being one vertebrae fractured, but he, he damaged four of his vertebrae in his back. Uh, one fractured, it's as fractures go relatively minor, it won't require surgery. Uh, but I just wanted to report that, that one of our officers was injured this morning and will be out of service for four to six weeks. Uh, give him our best, Troy, for a quick yes. recovery. We'll do. Give him our best. Also not mentioned. Yeah. <clears throat> I will do. And then also not mentioned, and I saw that uh, Councillor Moore covered it in her report, but uh, fire service, Iowa City Fire and University Heights Police are going to do a community policing event in partnership with uh, Katie at Sidekick uh, Thursday morning, uh, uh, story time with police and fire with emergency services. And that's all. Thank you. Any questions for Chief? Uh, Sarah, did you want to add anything? No, I don't have anything additional. Okay, very good. We'll go down to engineer report. And that's uh, Josiah and Doug. Josiah, you want to start? Yep. Uh, thank you. Uh, I submitted a written report. Um, as noted, pay application three for the Gulfview Avenue project was on there uh, with our recommendation to approve. Also included in the invoice list was the work that L. Pelling did to um, address those median markings on Melrose uh, in May. We were having issues with those disappearing. I think those turned out really well. Um, I don't know if anybody has any feedback. I'd uh, be glad to hear it, but they're still holding up pretty well. Uh, on on Golfview Avenue, um, I listed a short update. Um, the contractor is still indicating to us they're on track to be substantially complete on uh, July 22nd, on or before July 22nd. I was out there this evening and, and there's a little bit of sidewalk to finish up and um, obviously the topsoil and the sod uh, is really going to change the look of that. You know, it's kind of still looks like a construction site overall right now, but um, 
you know, once once they start getting into getting things cleaned up and, and getting topsoil in there, it's I think it's really going to look nice. Um, my other note here on my report, um, and Tro had contact with Troy this week about a, a manhole lid on Ocrest that was popping off. Um, Troy, uh, I, I hadn't had a chance to get back with you, but I did hear back from Iowa City Wastewater, and it looks like they're planning to replace that lid and frame on Thursday this week. That's good news. Uh, any questions for Josiah? Thanks for your work on that project. It's been going real smoothly. Thank you. Uh, Doug, I know you had a report. Uh, yeah, mine again, just verbal. It's uh, like say that time of year where uh, the, the tree branches are starting to grow and they're out everywhere. I uh, made up a flyer and I delivered, I think around 15 to 18 flyers here about a week ago, I think it was, and uh, haven't had any complaints. Uh, and I worded it very eloquently. I think that uh, nobody gets offended because nobody wants to be told to trim their trees. So I, I think I worded it in a way that, uh, you know, it's a kind of a community approach to, you know, we all want to make our city look good. So I think that went pretty well. And I, I've seen some uh, movement on uh, a few of the, the branches that are hanging down low. So, but if anybody knows of any that uh, are, are really standing out, I mean, let me know. And I, I probably should go over my list again and, and make sure that uh, we're on the same page. Other than that, I, I don't have a whole lot. Any questions, council? Okay, thank you, Doug. We'll go down to uh, finance. Bobby, did you have anything this month? No, nothing major. I mean, we had uh, one issue where we overdrafted a payment. It was a larger one, but it was just a money, you know, we moved money from a different account to cover it over. It was taken care of pretty quickly, just a minor thing, but um, no, nothing major. Okay, any questions for Bobby? Thank you, Bobby. We'll go to uh, building zoning and sanitation. And Nick, you've been working on a permit application. I wouldn't necessarily say that I have been. I would say that uh, Mike and Steve have done the, the bulk of the work on that. Um, I appreciated Lisa sitting in also with, um, uh, with us on the meeting. Um, I, you know, I don't know if the council's had a chance to review the screenshots. Um, there's also been a little bit more feedback, but I would, would yield to Mike and Steve in terms of whether they want to talk through it, because I know they've been the ones who've really put in um, the work in terms of fine-tuning these forms. I, I won't, I don't have much to say other than um, what we're, the big change I think that we're pushing to do this year is that we just have one form for landlords to complete. Last year was the first year of using an online form process. So we had a separate rental permit form and rental disclosure form, which meant that landlords were putting in their name twice, putting in their address twice, putting in all that information twice. We also found that a lot of people would do one form and think they were done. So we'd have to send them a mail and say, no, you got to go do the other one too. 
So combining those two into one form seems, I, I think it's going to seem much better for people that have to complete it. So that's, that's the big change in my mind. So. And Mike, the, the yeah. diagram submittal, that was their last year, right? Yes, the diagram submittal was in last year, which we don't, typically that only happens with a brand new application or a change in a site plan. But, mm -hmm. in, and we, we've been trying to give people options. So they could either uh, send it U.S. mail, a physical diagram, they could email an attachment to the clerk, or they could use the app, append a document right through Google Drive, which is what the form is being collected in. Everyone who submitted a diagram used the Google Drive option. So this year, the new piece we're doing is requiring a radon test and radon test results. So we set up an identical situation to that, that they can either submit a physical document they can email an attachment to the clerk or they can submit through Google Drive. And my guess is we'll see most of them come in through Google Drive, which is great because then Brian has access to all of the responses as well as the permit responses. And he can go check on, on all of those things from his own, I mean, because he has rights to all those drives. That's nice. Thank you. Lisa or Steve, you worked on the committee. Do you? Do either one of you want to comment? I think it's looking, I think the form's looking good. I think it's a good idea to combine them. I sent Mike some nitpicks for him to, to go over, so. Um. Yeah, so Lisa, that's a good point. Um, and Steve, maybe you were gonna bring this up, the point about if you, um, acquire a residence or decide to rent after the deadline, then I think we decided on 15 days prior to occupancy of by the, the renters, they need to have a permit. So I guess that wouldn't show up on the, the attachment yet. Um, but I, when I make a motion here in a minute, um, that, that's probably something that council should know about. I don't, you know, I don't know if that's necessary or not, but um, yeah, sorry, Steve, I'll yield to you on, on anything else. No, I don't have a lot to add. Yeah, Nick, Nick's point uh, is that uh, there was some language. We set a deadline. If you're after the deadline, you pay a late fee. If, if you're within 15 days, if you're 45 days after the deadline, your, your permit's rejected. And, and that's all fine if it's a renewal or you're on an August 1 to July 31 uh, interval. But but what if you live in your house and then sell it in November and those people want to want to make it a rental? Well, they've missed the deadline. So so the the modified language, uh, which is much clearer than the way it had been written, uh, says that well then your deadline for your rental permit is is you know 15 days before tenants move in, um, and, and then the late fee applies from that due date and the, the rejection would apply from that due date. So it gives people a, a fair opportunity to get a rental permit if there's a change. And um, that was that clarification. The, the only other thing I would say is I, I do think the form is a, is a big improvement over, over the years. The council and staff have worked to streamline things and 
Mike's uh, uh, efforts with Google Drive that have different fields populate and, you know, uh, take advantage of, of that technology, I think is, is great and, and probably what, you know, what anybody trying to fill out that form is going to expect. So I think it really helps. I, help, I think it helps the city's uh, gathering and I think information gathering, I think it helps the city's professionalism. So that's all I would say. Thank you. Are there any other questions or we'll consider the motion to approve the application of the rental permit? So is there a motion? I'd make a motion to approve the application for rental permit and certificate of structure compliance. Okay, motion by Nick. Is there a second? I'll second. Second, second by Doug. Uh, discussion? I would just say thanks again, uh, you know, to Mike. This These forms are pretty cool. If you, have, if you are interested, I'm sure, you know, you could help you know, walk through it with him because it's pretty neat how he's got it set up. So that's all I have to say. Uh, all in favor, say aye. 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 Opposed, say no. Motion carries. Thank you. Is there anything else, Nick, you wanted to talk about? No, I have nothing further. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Um, E-government. And Lisa, you submitted a very nice written report. Um, thank you. Yeah, just... I love it has pictures. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll just mention that first day again is the rescue worker story time at Rock Park. And then on Thursday, the July 22nd is the grand opening and ribbon cutting at Courtyard University Heights. Those are both on the calendar and you can find more information there at the website calendar. Yeah, am I seeing Greg Stiltner is on? Oh, he is. Yes, Greg is here. I, okay. I, he's, he's, there you go. He's muted. I, I did mute him, so you, you might need to unmute yourself, Greg. Okay, well, just, just a minute. Uh, are there any questions for Lisa? Okay, we'll go on. And so we'll go back to Greg Stiltner. Greg Stiltner. Sorry, I was I was on a conference call with Menard Incorporated headquarters and job things. So sorry about that. <laughs> been, in my, been in my truck for an hour sitting here. It's funny. Um. Anyway, uh, update on us is everything's going uh, really well um, so far for the um, the opening. We had a, a great opening month. And we were really excited about that. Um, we were trying to finish up sixth floor. Uh, we're really, really close. Uh, we got the projector screens up. Those look amazing. Um, we are finishing up the kitchen equipment this week. Um, so that's, uh, that should be done here this week. Excited about that, so we can start cooking food up there. And then um, the outside, uh, working on the stuff. I just talked to the, the guy for the gate, uh, that gate that that takes over to the apartments. Uh, he said it was in the powder coating, so the gate is done. It's just being powder coated right now. As soon as that's powder coated, it 
we'll have that in. We already have the posts. The posts are already in. Um, we just got to put the gate up. And then um, uh, we got uh, the bicycle racks. We're, we're getting ready to mark that out before that concrete. I just talked to Jim about that. I'm like, Jim kind of dropped the ball on the bicycle rack. Uh, we do have the location picked out where we want to put it. Um, and uh, I think it's it's a, it's in a really good location. When, when people come into the hotel, they'll immediately see the bicycle rack. So that's going to be great. Um, but other than that, most all the other stuff is done except for the, obviously the, the striping outside of the, uh, in the street. And we do have some signs coming for, you know, for, you know, left, you go to the bistro, right, you go to the front desk. We do have those signs ordered. Um, but, uh, and then I'm working with, uh, the railroad. I've been, been going back and forth with them a lot lately. We've got the, the license thing finalized. I'm just getting, we just got to get the survey done and so we can record the survey of what the license is. So that's all good with the, with, everything's going really well with the railroad. Um, so we're, we're slowly but surely getting there. But as far as um, just finishing up some punch list items all over the hotel and uh, just trying to get our occupancy up and things, things just keep, you know, moving up and up and up. So we're, we're getting there. We're just not quite 100% where we need to be yet. So. Any questions for Any Greg? questions for Greg? Greg, the only question Greg, I had. Greg, the only question I had. Oh, feedback there. What about occupancy? There. What about occupancy? If you mentioned that I missed it. Did you have any feedback there? Feedback there. Yes, um, we are running a, about fifty uh, percent occupancy. Other than outside of the weekends, um, we. Uh, yeah, yeah, somewhere 45 to 50 percent occupancy norm normal right now, um, and but the weekends we were 100 percent occupant. The last couple weekends we, with this baseball thing in town, and I guess this baseball thing is going to be lasting maybe through August. But but yeah, we, it, our numbers are growing um, rapidly. Uh, but yeah, we're still about averaging about 50 right around 50 percent occupancy right now so what would you guess as you were saying you were for the punch list to be completed um i would say we're probably two or three weeks out yet um i think uh like say the gates coming and then the uh then we got to get that bicycle pad poured and i'm going to start working on that this week at I turned that over to Jim, and he must have forgot. I told him I'd take care of it, but I anyway. I'm not putting the blame on him. It's 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 just something we just yeah. But they, we should be able to get that done pretty quick. So. Can you speak a little bit? Can you speak the grand a little opening. Bit the grand opening. I, I seem to have a lot I of problem with a lot of problem with a lot of problem with what feedback feedback I, um, I, my voice is echoing voice is echoing oh i'm sorry let me 
Not you, me. Not you, me. Oh, sorry. Um, well, yeah, the grand opening, uh, the sixth floor. Kelly, I've been out of town for three weeks, um, but Kelly has been working on that. Like I say, we're just trying to get the kitchen equipment done. But as far as the grand opening goes, I think everything's on schedule and looking good to 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 uh, to you know have it. I don't. I think I think the girls are have going to have some festivities of some sort. I I it's just not a lot I know about the the grand opening yet, other than food, drinks, and and uh, you know ribbon cutting. So. You'll have to be there with your You'll scissors. You'll have to be there with your scissors, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Any other questions? Any other questions? Thank you for attending. Thank you for attending. Yeah, no worries. I hope everybody can make it on the 22nd. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Luis, you're still muted. Yeah, well, it is talking. How's that? There. Oh, that's better. Uh, so the next order of business is consideration of resolution 2131. And Bobby and Lisa have been working on that. Uh, would either of them like to start? Yeah, um, so if you guys have all got a chance to read through that, essentially, um, you know, as you guys know, you know, our, our city has a, a few restrictive covenants on it that, um, you know, for, uh, well, I don't I guess I don't need to explain those. I think you all understand what they were, but okay, this resolution 2131 is a resolution affirming the city's commitment to being a welcoming community. Basically, what this does is um, it, it's just a, an opportunity to acknowledge what happened in the past here in University Heights and to say, yeah, this isn't who we are. Um, we acknowledge that, but um, we, we want to be a welcoming community. Um, and essentially what will happen is this, um, uh, this will get uh, attached to a deed anytime property's sold. And so we think it'll be a visible um, we think it'll be something that's visible that'll be seen and hopefully people will um you know it'll have a positive impact in some way shape or form so lisa do you have anything else to add no i think steve did a good job laying this out so that it explains everything clearly and yeah like you just said that final whereas is the, the reason that we wanted to do this, so. Any questions, comments by council? I guess I just had some comments. Um, you know, I guess I picture, you know, getting, seeing the abstract and the people who are going to, um, well, first of all, I should say thank you for everyone, Steve, Bobby, Lisa, for working on this. You guys did a great job. Um, what I what I'm picturing is someone who's looking at an abstract and and seeing you know the limitation I think that's going to say somewhere 
you know, that you have to be of the Caucasian race, you know, unless it's workers or servants, the language that we are denouncing. And so my only thought would be whether we should trim this down a little bit. Um, and Steve helped me, I checked in with Steve. I was the reason why he was signing on a little bit late to the meeting, <laughs> so talking to zero. Um, you know, I think the thing that, and, and Bobby kind of touched on this in terms of the city's, when you mentioned the city's restrictions, I don't, I, I think now after talking to Steve, it wasn't necessarily the city's restrictions, to be clear. I think it was the owners of this land who also were the founders of the city were the ones who put the restrictions on the land. And so when I had first read some of these lines that, you know, is never enforceable by the city and, um, you know, it was something that was, you know, because of the Fair Housing Act, it wasn't, wasn't enforceable, those sorts of things. I was a little concerned when I read that at first that we were kind of making excuses, um, you know, like, well, these, these things were there, but they weren't really enforced and they weren't enforceable and all these things. Um, but I get, I get the point, um, having talked to Steve, that, you know, just pointing out that it was, you know, it was a, a landowner that did this. It would have been landowner versus landowner um, if they were going to, um, you know, try to enforce it. I think there was a deterrent effect, I'm sure, um, also in addition to real, and you know, potential real enforcement. Um, so I, I guess I just wanted to, in some ways, just bring that out. I think that's what we're talking about. So I, I think the intent wasn't to, to make excuses at all about, well, hey, this was here, but you know, it wasn't really doing anything, um, but more bring out how, you know, this was something that that's the interrelation, you know, it's it, the relationship isn't, it's not that the city was in a sense doing these things, if I understand it correctly. Um, but again, it was the city leaders and the founders um, who were uh, doing this and with the private property and who were, and I guess maybe this is a question for C, I wasn't quite sure when they were extending um, these restrictions like in the 40s or whatever, I wasn't sure exactly how that worked. Steve, do you know what, what, how that worked? Yeah, so as you said, these, are, these were private property um, covenants or restrictions um, that Iowa law permits landowners to place on land, not, not ones that are racially offensive in today's world, but you know, subdivisions frequently have covenants that say all sorts of things like you can't have hurricane lights or you can't have vertical siding or you can't keep your garage door open more than two hours at a time and all sorts of things. And those provisions are enforceable, not, not by cities or counties, but by the other owners of lots in the subdivision. Uh, and uh, and uh, those covenants are, are enforceable for a maximum of 21 years and then they automatically expire unless somebody files something to extend them, in which case they, they can be extended for successive or for 10 year periods, I think is, is what the law says. And so these covenants were extended um, and maybe they can be extended for the like amount of, of time, 21 years, but they were extended by, you know, again, somebody, a landowner, a property owner. And um, so uh, extending them, they were extended when the city existed. They were established when the city didn't exist. They were extended when the city did exist, but they still didn't have anything to do with the city. The city didn't extend them or adopt them. 
Thank you. No, that I, and I think that's helpful. Maybe you you all knew that, but um, you know that's that's just something I want to bring out. But but so I guess my thought, and I'm going to be fine supporting this as written. Um, but my only thought is, if you're reading through the abstract and you see that, and then you go down, and if this whole resolution is going to be actually in the abstract, it just it might take a little while to get there, and I don't know if people are going to get there in terms of you know, okay, it's a welcoming thing, you know, and then just kind of move on and just, I, I just don't know if it's going to serve its purpose of undoing, you know, what that, what really stands out higher up. And so that was, that was kind of my only suggestion is, you know, number one, can we shorten it? And if, if people are, you know, if council's up for shortening it, I guess my suggestion would be whether we can just, you know, take out the, the parts about, it not being enforceable or not, you know, um, yeah, I mean, generally those parts and it just based and, and you know, there's kind of like your um, references to there were conditions of ownership on various matters. I just wonder if it should be, you know, first, whereas this is where, you know, we, what we welcome, we're committed to this, you know, two, there was a prohibition on people who, you know, in the, in the land. Uh, uh, and if we want to tie it to the, founders of the city, you know, that prohibited ownership um, and even use of the property to those of the Caucasian race, um, except for servants or helpers. Um, and then next, it would be, for me, it'd be more like, we specifically denounced that. Um, and I guess that was just my thought. It, and again, I, I'm not saying, you know, kind of like our discussion last time, I think reasonable people could disagree on how to approach this. Um, but I guess that was my thought. Just, you know, hit it hard, be really concise, denounce it, we're done. I just think it might stand out for the people who would be looking through an abstract. I don't know, maybe if you're reading it through an abstract, you're going to read every word of it, though. So maybe it's not a big deal. Um, but th those are my thoughts. Thanks. Thanks, Nick. And I guess I wanted to say that I did get my abstracts out. And to read through them, it was like, oh my, this is going to take me forever. And not to mention the fact that they're kind of crumbly. So I think you would be starting here and seeing this. Um, my thought on it, I mean, I was thinking something short too. And then when I read through this and talked with Steve some about it, I think it does a good job of explaining all of this to somebody that otherwise wouldn't know like me. So that's, that's just my thought on it. And I think if you're going to read your abstract, you're going to read this. <laughs> I, I think that's possible. I, I think, again, the only other thing I would just say is I just, and I, I read it one way, I think other people read it. I just want to make sure it doesn't, to the rest of the council, come across as making excuses at all. You know, when we say, hey, this wasn't enforceable, um, you know, it wasn't necessarily the city thing. I just, I, I, you know, like we've talked about, I definitely get the point. That's, that's just the point I want to throw out there. Again, I'm ready to support this, but that was just my, my concern. Um, I, I agree. I actually read, read it that way a little bit too, Nick. I mean, same, I appreciate the work into it. I think I would support it as is, but a few of those, I, I kind of reacted the same way. I'm like, mm, are we sort of, sort of making excuses or 
distancing the city from it, um, which I understand like it wasn't a city restriction, but I don't know what's the point of this. I don't know if we need to explain that in this resolution is my, is my thought, but um, again, I understand why it's there and again, maybe it just gives more context to the history and, and that could be a good thing too, but I'm, I'm kind of with Nick. I think I envisioned something a little bit more concise and maybe direct, like even like mimic the language, like be more direct about what the language is that we're denouncing. Although there was the one, the one whereas that did it, um, where we do specifically call out that it was for the Caucasian race. So, <clears throat> so I guess, yeah, I, I felt a little bit the same as you, Nick, reading through it, but. You, you guys, Nick and Sarah, you're just basically saying, if I can summarize, just get that, you're just saying get that whereas, which is like, where is it, uh, third or fourth from the bottom of the page, get that up top, second, or whatever, basically to get the main issue front and center, is what you're saying. Yeah, I think that would help, like, um, you know, for some reason I can't, yeah, the portions of this restrictions and conditions limit ownership and occupancy of the property to those of the Caucasian race, um and that you know we denounced it yeah i guess i would like to see that i don't know if they feel a little buried to me but yeah I, I think so bobby i think i agree with everything sarah said i think for me it would be you know maybe hit it hard and then if we want to give historical context maybe that's just one long whereas that starts with you know some historical context and then explains this, you know, then it would explain this is, this was by landowners, this, and, and therefore not enforceable by the city, it would have been enforceable, you know, by private landowners, etc. I, I think that's a good point. Just organization, I think, even if, if you were going to keep everything, I think the organization could help a lot in terms of making it not read that way. I guess I, I had sort of reordered some of these not to bury anything because I think it's clear to me, but because of the progression of it, there, there's a flow to it. We had all of these and then there are these that, that then we refer to. So I, I mean, I don't object to reorganizing it, but I do think you want the whole context of, mm -hmm. of this people. I mean, we're doing this so people, understand we're not hiding we're not making excuses we're yeah i i think i would agree i mean i think both what everyone's saying makes sense i feel like as i'm reading through this yet again and we spent time for it too like i don't know if i don't know how you could shorten it and also simultaneously explain the history of it you know what i mean mm -hmm. like because you have to kind of have all of it there um i like the idea that you're getting after um but i don't know how i mean to me this is the and you guys are well nick i guess and steve that you guys live in legal documents all day long but i don't know how you would shorten it and still communicate the same things this is yeah i don't know I, that's kind of my thought i mean i'm i'm, I'm in support of it as is right now, um, I guess that's kind of where I'm at, although I would say I see what you're saying, but I think if people are going to read, I do like that this comes up first, 
you know, it's a new document. Someone, you know, wants to start reading through this. This is going to be what pops up first. Um, and then they'll get a brief history. And uh, I think it will be pretty visible. Um, so. In the second whereas, we just call that, like where we say the developers, you know, include restrictions. And maybe, in, what if in that one, we just explain what the restrictions are, were? Um, I think if I remember after read, there's a bunch of restrictions. I mean, and, and this one was like kind of buried in there, right? And so mm -hmm. that was just a way to say there was a bunch of restrictions and then what later on specifically called out which restriction we're specifically uh, mentioning, you know, because there's some like, I don't know, one was like, you can't have hog confinements or something. It was all like wrapped up in there and, you know, there's just a bunch of them that yeah I had, well. I had the same thought as sarah and i was thinking you could you could say that but then say you know something like including or in pertinent part is what i had mentioned too in talking to steve just in like to kind of like explain you know pertinent or relevant like what's relevant here is this you know yeah there are various things but what's relevant is this one restriction and because also when we're at the bottom there's a the second from the bottom on the first page the whereas denounces and reject, rejects these restrictions and conditions. And so then it's like, well, if you're relating back to the various matters, you know, then we're, you know, we're, re, I think we're renouncing the hog confinements and the businesses and, you know, having businesses in the community and things like that. So I, I guess, I, I don't know if this is something that you guys want to work on right now, or if you'd be up for, and I don't want to do violate any public meetings issues, um, Steve, in terms of how we might most efficiently draft this, or if you guys want to move ahead with this now. I, I, but yeah, I would just want to tighten it up and reorganize a little bit if that's something that the rest of the council is in support of. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Okay, so Bobby and Lisa. Are you gonna you're gonna take it back and rework it with Steve? Um, well, I'm trying to I, I'm trying to understand what you said, Nick, up in that last point about. Wait, are we talking about the hog confinements? Or are we talking about? I mean, well, the way I guess the way that I was reading it, and um, it's why we moved that down. That the restrictions. Um, sorry those particular restrictions, did not enforce those particular restrictions. The restrictions remain on record. I guess we could change that second to the last whereas to the particular restrictions and that would at least address what Nick, what I understood Nick to just be saying that we're not denouncing all of them, it's just the one. But I guess that's how I read it anyway. But yeah, if I, he's reading it differently, then we could add that in. But yeah, I'm not. Well, I get what you're saying, Lisa. I wasn't, I, and I'm not saying you were trying to bury anything. I see what you're saying in terms of like, you were trying to give a progression of like, first kind of setting the scene a little bit and then zeroing in on what's going on. Um, I get that. 
I and so it's it's maybe just more of a drafting issue. Um, but yeah, so I, I I don't know if you want me to summarize, Bobby, what I, what I guess I was saying. I, I mean, I would hit what we're like Sarah was talking about too. You know, instead of various matters by itself, I would say if you want to say various matters, you know, in pertinent part, this restriction. Um, and then maybe go down, however we're going to refer to this Caucasian restriction, I think we just want to be clear, denounce it, and then, you know, give some history. Um, I, I get it, though, too, if you're trying to go in more of like a chronological order before you get to it. But, yeah, those are, that, was, that was my thought. So am I not understanding... You know, when you say the second to the last, whereas um, desires to denounce and reject these restrictions, and you're thinking that refers to all of them instead of the one. And no, I we I know what you're I know what you're talking about. You're you're denouncing. I know what you're trying to do there. I just thought again, it was more of a drafting issue. Just trying to tighten that up a little bit to. You know, rather than calling, you know, talking about various matters, then getting when in relation to the restrictions, and then mentioning the Caucas Caucasian race down a little further, um, and then starting to talk about those particular restrictions. I think those particular does bring it in. I just thought, you know, again, we might just be a little more definite in terms of what we're talking about. So. I'm not saying there's a huge ambiguity to people who would read it. I was just advocating for reorganizing, tightening. If the council wants to leave the history, that's, I get it. I just would want to couch it maybe in a way that, um, so if people are reading it as, as I did, as Sarah did, it doesn't seem <clears throat> like making an excuse, but more of like, a, you know, just kind of to give context. Or, or maybe that does go at the top too, if you want to go in chronological order. Um, I'd be happy to give draft again. I'm not saying if, if you guys just want to get this passed, that's fine. Um, if you're wanting to allow for some, you know, proposed edits, I would do that. Again, I just want to make sure I'm not, however we do it, that we're not violating open meetings laws by um, the way we would collaborate. I don't, I don't, I guess I, I'm fine if you guys want to take it and give it another. You know, I, you guys, Nick, right, you're the legal, you know, kind of expert, I think, in terms of, I mean, in terms of city council. But um, I, I guess I'm not opposed to you guys, you know, kind of doing some restructuring on it. So you're right. suggesting Nick and Sarah and... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, how about I would suggest Nick and Lisa, maybe because uh, mm -hmm. maybe they've got both of the, the two kind of most thought through, um, you know, uh, just, I don't know, opinions, and I guess is not the right word, but on it, on, on the two things, I think. I, I like, I like this, I like Nick's idea of simplification. Just getting the main point across early, that's good. I like Lisa's setup of kind of setting the stage. So, I mean, Nick and Lisa as would be my vote if they're uh, in, 
on, you know, in favor of that. Okay. Sarah and Doug and Lisa, is that okay with you? Yeah, no, that's yeah okay. it's, it's fine with me. Me too, if they're willing to do it. Thank you. I appreciate everyone's work on this. I think, I think it's take to, worth taking the time, though, I guess, to make to make it the way that we want it. <clears throat> but thank you for working on it. it I think it's, I think it's good. Okay, so, so uh, Nick and Lisa will continue to work on it in a subcommittee with uh, Steve Bauer, our city attorney. Okay, and we'll bring it back in August. And uh, see if everyone's thoughts can get involved together and uh, improve it. Okay, very good. Um, any other questions about that? Okay, announcements. Um, I know the announcements have been made about the rescue worker. Um, uh, sounds so neat with the fire and police department are going to be doing some story time with Sidekick Coffee on Thursday at 10 a.m. And hope everyone can attend and I hope everyone can attend the grand opening celebration of the hotel uh, at 4.30 to 7 on July 22nd. Are we missing some other special announcement? I, I have one announcement because yeah. it happens yeah. one day before our next meeting. Um, because this is an odd numbered year, there will be a city election on November 2nd. So Monday, August 9th is the first day that candidates may file with the Johnson County Auditor. So on the 10th, I'll be reminding you of that and saying that that window is open until, until August 26th. Okay, thank you, Mike. Are there any other announcements? Okay, is there any objection to adjournment? Hearing none, the meeting's adjourned by unanimous consent. Thanks everyone for attending.